Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Friday, December 2nd. It is six minutes after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and Don Lemon got into a heated exchange with his CNN co-anchors yesterday morning. He claimed that male athletes earn more money than female athletes, which is mostly true. Why? Because men's sports earn more money than women's sports. Which That's is also mostly true. true. So you think Don Lemon's going to get in trouble for saying that? Well, okay, so here's the back and forth. Yes, I was talking with somebody about this yesterday, a uh, fairly prominent member of the Indianapolis media who shall remain nameless because this person does not want their career ruined by being known that they openly associate with me. Um, and we were talking about this, and I, this, I told this person, I said, he's probably going to get in big trouble. Not for what he said. We'll play the audio here in a second. Mm-hmm. What he said was absolutely spot on, and it's well duh. But he said it on CNN, and these women that he works with were just beside themselves that he would say it. Mm-hmm. They were not having any of it, were they? They weren't letting it go either. I mean, I don't know why this is so has people so enraged, because especially in the sport of soccer, men's soccer mm-hmm. is viewed by far more people mm-hmm. than women's soccer. Mm-hmm. Thus... More adver- more uh, more eyeballs, mm-hmm. more advertisers, mean mm-hmm. more sponsorship, mm-hmm. and thus the pay would be accordingly. There are many areas where women do, you know, better than men. Like I was thinking about this last night. Is Candace Owens a better broadcaster than me? No, but she makes a lot more money than I do, and you don't see me throwing a fit about it. Why? Because she has platforms and works with organizations where she is has a you know a national platform. That only makes sense that when there are more eyeballs on you or more ears or whatever, mm-hmm. that you would make more money. So Team USA already earned thirteen million dollars so far this year. By comparison, the women's national soccer team earned just six million dollars even though they won two World Cups in 2015 and 2019. Sure, they won. They but, won. But nobody cares. But they had fewer viewers. And of course, sports executives are going to push what garners ratings and viewership is their agenda. Right, absolutely. Sports is a... It, this is what's interesting about sports, and we'll play this audio of Don Lemon. Sport, we, we as a collective have it in our heads that we are somehow connected together with these players and with these teams. And that is why I always laugh about the grown-ass men wearing another grown-ass man's name on the back of their shirt. Mm -hmm. For the most part, they don't care. The players are there to get paid. Mm -hmm. The owners are there to make money. That's why these franchises sell for billions and billions of dollars. They are essentially mega corporations that rival some of the most prominent, biggest organizations in the entire country. It's a business. Right, whether mm-hmm. it's the NFL, Major League Baseball, basketball, professional sports, period, is a business. They exist to make money. Mm-hmm. And you make money based on interest in your thing. Yeah. And in terms of soccer, just like the NBA and the WNBA, there is markedly more interest in the men's side of the sport than the women's side of the sport. I'm sorry, I don't make the rules. I'm just reporting the facts. Yeah, the difference is the popularity. They're there for high ratings, ticket sales, television deals, and advertising. Now, I will tell you, in some cases, 
these are package deals. And I will give you an example. In South Bend, to carry the Notre Dame football contract, you also have to carry the basketball games, but not the women's basketball games, the men's games. So it's not only a priority for the broadcaster, it's a priority for the university as well. I mean, that's what they're saying is important to them. They want the media coverage of the men's games, not the women's games. You know, I'm a big golf fan, Mm -hmm. and I am one of seven people in the world who actually will sit down and watch women's golf. And I watch women's golf because they're pretty good players. But also, they hit the ball. A, a, a good woman golfer hits the ball about as far as I do as a man. So I enjoy when they hit a tee shot. That's about how far I hit the ball as a decent male golfer. The clubs that they will pick are clubs similar to what I would pick. So when they're out on this co- on the course, I can kind of play along with them. But that's because I'm a golf nerd. The average person wants to see Bryson DeChambeau hit mm-hmm. a 350-yard drive. They mm-hmm. want to you know, see a guy who can get home at a par five with a drive and a pitching wedge. That's why men's golf is inf- or infinitely more watched than women's golf. It's just, it's, it's just it's math, it's facts, it's everything else. If the women want to get paid more, they should draw more eyes to their sport. And Don Lemon had the audacity to say this on CNN, and he got in big trouble. If there is more interest... In a men's sport, the business people, the people who make money off of sports, will put that on television because we live in a capitalist society. And if people are interested in that, then there would be more attention and more money would be paid. So it's about the money. But here's the thing, and this is the point that that I was making that goes to that which is why is that what people are watching? It's because it's what they're used to watching. Why is it because it's what they're used to watching? Because men were putting men's sports on TV yes. way before women's sports. Yes. So it's the systemic okay. institutionalized but thing. It's no, I'm not saying they yet. are just more interested Don, in it. But it's, but why are they more, but you're missing my point. Why are they more interested? Because men's sports has been around longer. People have been paying attention to it more. There have been these amazing female sports stars that have only become household names in recent decades. That's the point. And I'm saying if, if they both started Started at the exact same point. They both received the same amount of marketing and promotion and all that stuff. And then we got to where we are today. That would be a different yeah, point. Guess what? Media, big media giants, I big advertisers. This is an, another opportunity to put point. the money where your mouth is. I don't believe that's accurate. I respect your point, and I hear what you're saying. I don't believe that's accurate. We live in a capitalist society, and if people can make money off of whatever it is, they are going to exploit it. And there is a reason, and once part, I'm sure it's part of what you are saying, and it's part of what you're saying. And these are conversations that we need to have. But I just think that Can I- we, I just think that we are lying to ourselves if we believe that someone cannot sit here and speak the truth to what we're. Can I read you a headline? About. This is yeah. a fact that my smart producer Annie gave me. Quote from Forbes: The fastest growing audiences on TV are for women's sports. Growing. But that's because their ad dollars go. You're missing the point. They're coming. They're starting coming at a later starting point than men's sports were. That's the whole point here. This is ridiculous because, like, let's take the WNBA for example. The WNBA has been around. Was it 25 years now? WNBA has been around. It's still a nobody goes. Mm-hmm. It's 25 years, a quarter of a century, Casey. Nobody goes. It's a total charity case of the NBA in which their owners lose money to keep the league open. Great, it's their league, they can do whatever they want. There's no interest in it. 
You 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 give away tickets to the games. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean by women's basketball standards that those women aren't good players, but dude, people want to see dunks. They want to see backboards rattle. They want right. to see you know amazing three pointers. They want to that just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't happen. Same thing with golf. Nobody goes. Nobody watches. Nobody cares because they don't do the things that that, that people want to see. The, so, soccer. Let's talk about something in your your neck of the woods. What was was nineteen ninety nine the year the chick took off her shirt when she hit the shot? Are you talking about Brandy? Brandy Chastain, mm-hmm. right? Was that 1999? I don't remember what year point, it was. Point is, I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I was working. I remember working at the at the Brownsburg Golf Course when it happened. That that was there was infinite attention mm-hmm. to that to the women's sport of women's soccer during that moment. It was ESPN it was everywhere. Right. Clearly, there was an opportunity mm-hmm. if the sport was super entertaining and people wanted to consume it, where all eyes were on that sport. Yeah. They didn't do it. Baseball's the same way. Mm-hmm. Baseball. When did people watch baseball? When it was Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa hitting all the home runs. And then mm-hmm. it came out those people were all liars and cheaters and nobody watches baseball now again. We are in a, what have you done for me lately? Society, you have every opportunity to hold the people. If you get the eyeballs on it, if you don't hold them, that's your fault. Well, a new study came out by USC and they said that the coverage of women's sports has barely changed over a quarter of a century. So like you said, since 1999, even though there has been an increase of number of girls and women playing youth, high school, college and professional sports. But to your point, it's the interest level. And like what Don Lemon was saying, it's it's not an indictment on the female athlete and their skill level it's what people are watching and what advertisers want to be a part of obviously advertisers want to be a part of the program that has the most viewers sports center devoted two percent just two percent of their airtime to women's sports since 1999 and espn super woke and 81 percent of that two percent was all focused on basketball i mean we can't compete with football. Football is everywhere, right? And your average football game lasts about three hours, three plus hours. The total time the ball is actually in play is about 11 minutes, but yet that will garner hundreds of commercials. Yeah. And and the other thing, and then we'll get off this, but people don't want to be told what they have to like right? You are doing a huge disservice by saying, well, you must respect this. You must like this. You must tell us how great this is. No, we must not. Right. And people don't. Look, the WNBA is a failure. It's done, right? I mean, it, it will exist because for political correctness and wokeness, rich NBA owners will prop the league up because they don't want to have the media come after them. But it's you've had 25 years. It's not catching on. It's not getting any better. It has a very core audience of people who watch it and god bless those people and i'm glad you have that but that's it mm-hmm. that's as far as you go women's golf same way women's golf to, is just it's just there nerds like me watch it and i say that as someone who watches women's golf but i'm not saying i don't understand why more people don't it's not that entertaining based on what we value as entertainment doesn't mean the women aren't great doesn't mean that the same thing with women's soccer doesn't mean they're not immensely talented and it they mean, should absolutely have the opportunity to play but that doesn't mean you can't you can't force people to watch it. Yeah, and that's what garners the ratings. And look, if is, we're, is the putts persons using television? And look, if we're going to give people who deserve an opportunity an opportunity, we're going to start with Kevin and the Uno Gold Band getting their opportunity <laughs> to play on the big stage. It is, seven, and then the women can come next. Yeah, seventeen minutes after eleven is Kendall and Casey on ninety three WIBC. something real quick sure it's half your show well thank you thank you uh 
So some people are mad at me because when Hammer was on with us and yeah. you were whining about Purdue and the bowl game. Hammer's mad at me. Well, <laughs> you'll learn how to deal with Hammer eventually. <laughs> it's yes, sir, no, sir, when right, Hammer when right. Hammer's in here. Uh, you, you're upset because Purdue is has been told that even if they win this Big Ten championship, Big Ten championship yeah. game, they won't go to the Rose Bowl. They will not go to the Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl said we want same same thing we just talked about in the last segment. Right, we with, want Ohio State. Yes, I they, know. They want eyeballs. They want people who will travel, etc. And, and I'm a Buckeye fan. Well, I, even but so. but I, I made the statement Purdue is terrible, and some people got really mad at me. Mm-hmm. And I look, I have an IU diploma on my wall. So yes, <laughs> Purdue is terrible. <laughs> I cheer for them to lose every single time. Mm-hmm. And don't act like you Purdue fans are out there uh, any given uh, Tuesday evening cheering for IU basketball. You know, uh, there were a plethora of Purdue fans hoping IU did really well against North Carolina. Yes, I cheer for Purdue to lose every single time. I hope they lose on Saturday. It's a rivalry. Get over it. Mm-hmm. No, I understand what you're saying that, uh, you know, Ohio State, it may be a better game to watch and they're are possibly more Buckeye fans. I'm just surprised that both of you are sitting here in Indiana and you're ripping on Purdue over Ohio We're IU fans. Well, I know, but it's Screw still... Purdue. <laughs> and I can say that because my wife graduated from Purdue. So screw Purdue. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. They're giving my daughter a fine education right now, so boiler up. <laughs> They're also taking a lot of my money right now. <laughs> it's okay. Biden's... Oh, that's right. You don't qualify for the... Uh... 10K giveaway because you did it the right way and right, right. paid for it with all cash. Right. I actually saved up all yeah, that boy, money. Yeah, boy, what a sucker oh, you I were. I know, I know. I, I did it the right way. 22 minutes after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and Karine Jean-Pierre facing some criticism. On Monday, she said the Biden administration is, quote, keeping an eye on Elon Musk yeah. and his uh, his Twitter company over concerns of the spread of misinformation and here it is again, Rob, incitement to violence on the platform. Yeah. And uh, Fox's Martha McCollum was having none of it. Yeah, so she had, uh, it was John Kirby was mm-hmm. on, the spokesperson for the Biden administration and she did, this is awesome, we're gonna play the audio here. She did an awesome job of saying, wait a second, you're going to keep an eye on Twitter, a law-abiding, tax-paying, stand-up, owned by a stand-up citizen of this you know, country, but you're not going to do anything about Apple, who is literally conspiring with the Chinese government to shut down protests? Give me a break. But why not say something to Apple? Because we were just told the other day that the White House is keeping an eye on Elon Musk and Twitter. So why would you say that from the podium? You didn't say it, but Karine Jean-Pierre said it. And not call Apple out for helping the Chinese government to suppress their own people's ability to communicate. Again, I think we've been very clear and consistent on this, uh, certainly publicly. We've been very open about uh, our desires to be able to see citizens communicate. Uh, and, and, you know, Apple, uh, if this is a decision that they're making, then uh, they should have to speak to that. But uh, we, you know, we're not, we can't and we aren't in the business of, of telling private companies how to, to execute uh, their, their initiatives. Yeah, but Twitter's uh, but a private we, company, too. So why is Twitter getting one treatment and Apple's getting another is my question. 
Well, those are completely two different circumstances. You're talking How's about that? the potential. Well, you're talking about the uh, the potential for perhaps uh, foreign investment and involvement uh, in the management of Twitter. That's a different issue than what we're talking about here, which is a business decision by Apple with respect to how one of their uh, applications is being well, utilized. Certainly, they're those getting influenced issues. by the by a foreign government, but, uh, and that government is China. And Apple's no, policies—they've uh, changed policies specifically for China when it comes to what they put on their phones. Right. I mean, and that I think, seems like something Apple, that the White House ought to be able to keep an eye on. I th- certainly think that's a fair question to ask Apple and, 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 and try to un- and make them uh, communicate why they did this. But I'm asking, uh, has we, the White House done that? I, have you reached out to them as a matter of national security, since we obviously have national yeah. security concerns with China, who they seem to be aiding sure in do. this process? Sure. I don't have any communications to speak to specifically with Apple executives. Again, it's a private company. Uh, they make these policies, and they should have to answer for that. So Apple's a private company and they can make their own decisions. Yes, that's correct. But Twitter's not a private company. He said uh, that (laughs) Twitter has the potential, but Apple's already interfered. Right. The potential's not there. It's already done. That's correct. They eliminated the airdrop in China where they were communicating, where protesters were communicating with one another offline. Yes, that's correct. So... What aren't you understanding? Okay, I'm just making sure I got it all clear. No, I, I I understand perfectly the hypocrisy of it. Okay, Casey. Yeah. When we come back, mm-hmm. we asked our audience to weigh in on a very important topic yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And you you two, mm-hmm. I mean, look, I am I am a real gift to this radio station. Mm-hmm. I am a real gift to this building. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a real gift to this business. Period, mm-hmm. and I think I earned it yesterday from having to deal with you two. You two, and uh, as part of that, we asked for some audience participation, and I'd like to, I'd like to reveal that audience participation to the both of you when we come back. Okay, we're gonna hear some some more voicemails. Yes, if that's all right with you. Yeah, sounds good. It's Kendall and Casey on ninety three WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. believe this didn't resonate with our audience <laughs> well it resonated with the rest of the world thank you for nominating the ramones for the rock band mount rushmore that's what i got tweeted rob and then i got liked by a lot of people by a person right like oh, a couple oh no i mean you got tweeted at by a person right yeah yeah Somebody, somebody liked the pick of the ramones uh-huh. as uh one of the bands that was influential to other Bands. Yeah, I actually really like Casey's pick. Yeah, yeah. Well, you two can just have your little fun <laughs> together here because you're out on an island all by yourself. So if you missed the show yesterday, Christine McVie died. Mm-hmm. She was the one of the integral singers, songwriters, etc. from Fleetwood Mac. Yes. And so then we got on a conversation about where Fleetwood Mac ranked in terms of you know the annals of great rock bands. Right. And then that spawned a conversation about if we were to create a Mount Rushmore of great rock bands. Yeah, we kind of said, okay, we got the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and Led Zeppelin. Correct. Universally I, accepted as right. 
Right. Yeah, I think we, we were all in agreement on yeah. Yeah. that. And clearly, it's not my favorite bands because you know my opinion of the Beatles. But right. I, but I live in a world of reality, unlike you two. Well, and, yes, Kevin. Okay. I, I, uh, my choice was Nirvana, and they're not my favorite band either. I wouldn't even put them in like my top thirty. Okay. Uh, hey, Let's the Ramones are one of my favorite bands but either. Remo- but I, I think they have a place. Yeah, that, exactly. Because it's about the most influential bands, and we have to be kind of objective about this. So we set up three standards, and this is what you two, I guess, refused to listen to when we set up the standards. Do you remember the standards that you yes, set up? Yes, the standards were longevity, mm-hmm. hits, mm-hmm. and societal impact. Yeah. Now, what you two yeah. got hung up on that was ridiculous <laughs> was a small, a small amount, and by I mean, I mean nationwide, worldwide, relative to the population, a small amount of people mm-hmm. were uber-influenced by, in Kevin's case, Nirvana, mm-hmm. and in your case, the Ramones. Mm-hmm. No dispute yeah. that a group of hardcore people mm-hmm were profoundly impacted and influenced by those groups. But relative to the standards we set forth, mm-hmm. that you, is... We, you think we missed the mark. I think because of the longevity issue and, and the, the hits and the hits issue, mm-hmm. that I could not present these by themselves to our audience because we would be laughed out of the... Out of the uh, we'd probably... I, future FCC Commissioner Stacey Abrams would likely remove oh, us even. from the airwaves. And so I said, okay... As the adult in the room here, I'm going to save this proposition to our audience and say, you have to pick the fourth person on or band on our Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. And I, throwing you to a bone, said you can you can have the Ramones, you can have Nirvana as an option, but I'm going to be the adult in the room and say, uh, knowing our audience, you must choose from those two as well as the Eagles, mm-hmm. Queen, yeah. and Fleetwood Mac. Now, I think you need to be fair Yes, that I think all three of us said Queen should be on that list. Yeah. Don't, don't take complete credit for adding Queen to that list. No, but you guys were just hung up on these Nirvana, this bizarre, you have Only some because, bizarre Nirvana fetish, which is very strange. And I Well, you were pushing against it. You, you should really ex- try to get to the bottom of that. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, once again, you guys got it all wrong. It's Fleetwood Mac, mm-hmm. it's Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. it's Van Halen with David Lee Roth, oh. and it's Bob Seger. Oh. That's your Mount Rushmore. Anything else? is just wrong. Love you guys. Bye. Mm. Now, this person could not follow the direction, so he's immediately disqualified. <laughs> he's adding his own bands to the list. Van Halen, that's a good suggestion. Where were we with that? Well, that's it's interesting. I, I kind of thought about that. But but it's like the college football playoff list. Eventually, mm-hmm. you've got to pick the six at-large teams and go with it. Mm-hmm. And for time constraints, we narrowed it down to yeah. the five options. Again, I would put Van Halen way out of the Ramones. Or Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Bob Seeger, not a band. Bob Seeger, individual. Oh, right, he didn't mm-hmm. even follow the rules. Yeah, see, that's, so that guy was totally disqualified, but okay. I was feeling nice and said we'd include him in the conversation. Okay. Follow the rules! <laughs> What's next? It has to be the Eagles. Please. I mean, I like Ramones. Yeah, they're cool. See? Nirvana, come on, really? The <laughs> in Seattle, that was almost like disco in my mind. I'm glad it was over. We had to put up with it for a while, but oh my gosh, I'm glad the grunge scene is over. As far as influence in other bands from Nirvana, I don't know who you're talking about. 
<laughs> yeah, we know some of them. But, I mean, really, you didn't say uh, Foo Fighters. I'm sure they in, were influenced by Nirvana. But, hey, they didn't have longevity either. And the Ramones, yeah, the Ramones, they're, they're king of punk. Yeah. But, really, the Eagles, mm -hmm. the Eagles are still putting it out. Okay, I would like to say uh, he was referring to the list of bands that I named yeah. off that were influenced by Nirvana. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I realize that most baby boomers are not going to know those bands. Yeah. But there are three generations that were influenced by Nirvana. Yeah, that I, lo I would love be it. familiar with them, at I least some of them. I love Kevin's thought process because in Kevin's world, Hey, I realize a big part of your audience won't know who these people are, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. <laughs> okay, now let's go back to the Eagles, yes. if we can. Uh -huh. Because when we go into the societal impact, yes, Kevin and I maybe dwelled on that aspect too long. Yeah. But when it comes to the hits, yeah. and you went down that list earlier this morning oh, before yeah. we got on the air, and I really... I. I hate to do it because I do think that the Ramones were influential, but if we go with the hits yeah. they're portion, all, uh, they're all equal, wow, they're all, that list is just never-ending. Ramones e are more influential. They're equally weighted, and this is where, because Kevin is young and has no life experience, in his little <laughs> world, whatever might have influenced the people that he might find a way to listen to, mm. and that's fine. As you get older, you'll, you'll realize. I mean, Kevin, look, I'm going to read you The Eagles' Greatest Hits, Volume yeah. 1. Keep in mind, this does not include Hotel California, which okay. is one of, is certainly, like, Iconic. The, yeah. I mean, it's, what is it? It's it's uh, the Hotel California, uh, Freebird, mm -hmm. Stairway to Heaven, mm -hmm. Layla, right? Are the classic rock yeah. staples for the past 50 years. Here's volume one, which does not include Hotel California. Take It Easy, Witchy Woman, Lion Eyes, Already Gone, Desperado, One of These Nights, Tequila Sunrise, Take It to the Limit, Peacefully Easy Feeling, Best of My Love. If you include Hotel California in that yeah. list, I, I can almost promise you if you leave Q95 and JJK on for two hours, don't yeah. do that because you'd want to listen to here. But if you did that, you would hear one of those songs. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. The Eagles... Very prominent band. Yes, you know they're they're a great band. You're going to start to annoy me if you continue but trying to make the case for Nirvana. Here's what I'm. Well, now I'm talking about Ramones. I guess I can include Nirvana on this too. I'm thinking of like movements, musical movements, mm -hmm. where people they they find this band and then they start dressing like them. They start oh, talking yeah. like them. The freak they're, shows. They're at, yeah. There's the attitude thing. You know the style. Mm -hmm. Freak show. I don't. Effect. I don't. I don't think so if people, you're going to dress like the Eagles, you're going to put on a pair of bell bottoms and uh, yeah, but cowboy that, boots. But that and, wasn't like they're not not like responsible for creating that yeah. fashion like no one's dressing that way because of don henley sure all right maybe they are i don't know what's next let me make this full nirvana eh. <laughs> Bones, eh. how about queen how yeah. about yeah. Fleetwood mac those are great bands they yeah. deserve to be in the top five Period. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Sorry, Casey. Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> okay, now you know what? We did collectively all decide that Queen should be one of the options. Yeah, sure. So I totally agree with that. The operatic sound of Queen, yeah. and they did break through with a new sort of genre. Although you could say that Queen maybe took a cue from The Who. Yeah. That's true. And uh, Tommy Rock Opera. Yeah, but if they're making a movie about you 30 years after your death, like mm -hmm. they did with Freddie Mercury, right. and it's a blockbuster smash, yeah. there's some societal impact there. Yeah, I mean, Queen does have the longevity. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, uh, it's been, their songs have been re-released. Sure. 
many times. I think by the standard we set. They do set, have the hits. And the societal impact, I guess Freddie Mercury, yeah. All right, so here's really you what could it, say that. I think. We, let's try to get to one more call, and then I'll, I'll say what it comes down to. All right. Okay. My personal pick would be the Bee Gees. Hey! <laughs> or Kevin's pick, but yes, Queen also. I'm for Queen, but mm-hmm. I say the Bee Gees. Mm-hmm. Also, Rob, on the quarter, if you notice, in God We Trust, his back is toward the words in God We Trust. Just wanted to let you know that. Thank you. I love you guys. Bye. Oh, interesting. Well, it, and she was, she was commenting that Kloppenstein Stein had yeah. posted a picture yesterday that the quarter is different now. Mm-hmm. The 2022 George quarter Washington's is different. George Washington's looking the other way. Right, yeah. Uh, all right, one one more, and then we'll wrap this up, because I, I think we've really narrowed it down here. Yes. The Bee Gees. Yeah, she's disqualified, though. She couldn't follow the rules. Yeah, because that's just her favorite Yeah, she, she, again, we made it How very clear. How is that not following the rules? She said, that were the, were the Bee Gees on our list? We narrowed it down. Oh, I see what you're saying. You, t- you two silly sillies wanted to play around with the Ramones and Nirvana. <laughs> so you took mm-hmm. the Bee Gees and who was the other one that they just, oh, Van Halen. Mm-hmm. So you owe the Bee Gees and Van, Van Halen a giant apology because you wanted to <laughs> play footsie with the Ramones and Nirvana. Go. Participate in the conversation about the greatest bands. I haven't heard anyone mention you two. Oh. <laughs> uh, they've been around for since the early 80s. Late 70s. Sold 100 million albums. Mm-hmm. Sold out world tours. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello. Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty influential yeah, in the alternative rock world. Boy, and I love you too. It's one of my all-time favorite bands. I've seen them many, many then times. Then why didn't you pick them? <laughs> <laughs> why did you die on the Ramones Hill? All these bands. Oh, I, I, I would still take the Ramones over oh, you two. Because I think you could say that you two was influenced by the Ramones. You would put the Ramones ahead of you two. As one of my personal favorites, no. But as of the three standards, again, and I've said, already come out and said I probably put too much weight on the societal impact yeah. portion of the conversation. This is why we can't let women make decisions. But as far as longevity and hits go, yeah, you too. That's a good but one. But there's three cogs. There's three <laughs> things. You too. I just cannot get it through. To okay, so here's really what it comes down to. What does it come down? Bottom line, this for us, Rob as Kendall. someone who has made great decisions for the masses for many years now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think by the standard we set forth, which was hits, mm-hmm. longevity, yep. and societal impact, yep. you probably have to go with Queen over the Eagles because mm-hmm. of the societal impact mm-hmm. and the fact that Freddie Mercury, mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're not making movies about the Eagles, no offense to the Eagles, right. but you probably got it by the, the, the three leg. Hits yeah. probably go to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Longevity certainly goes to the Eagles because obviously Queen. I don't know. Well, I think they're I mean, probably tied on that one. But they broke. They broke up. I mean, the Queen obviously with the death of Freddie Mercury and they were out of commission. Oh, for a you long... meant longevity of the band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant longevity of the music. No. Like how long? Yeah, that's kind of what oh. I thought. Oh, you should have used better See, words there. He's changing the rules, isn't he, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, I think you're just changing the rules as you're going on. I think along. I'm going with Queen. Yeah, I think I'm going with Queen. I think that's a good choice. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think I think. Have we determined it? Is it official? This meeting has been dismissed. <laughs> it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. So blue, just thinking 
wanted everybody to go out feeling good about themselves. It's Friday. Mm-hmm. We're in the Christmas season, early December. And I wanted to play for everyone a feel-good announcement, Casey. Because I know <laughs> you are very into when people demand how they want to be addressed, mm-hmm. the pronouns, right? However, the rules keep changing, even if you use the correct pronoun. Yes. Sometimes it's still not correct. Yeah, this is some uh, lady on TikTok, Mm -hmm. and not that appearance matters, but she appears to have, what do they call that? The bridge of her nose is pierced, Um, Uh, dyed hair. Kevin, you hang out with these sort of people. They probably is that just called a nose ring. No, it's not a nose ring. It's or in your septum, nose. Well, she's ring. got a, the br- it's like the bridge of her nose here, in between her eyes is pierced, mm-hmm. and it does look like she has a nose a nose piercing in the nostrils. Bull ring. Yeah, and then she's got several things on her ears, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm guessing many other body piercings. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Mm-mm. I've. Uh, may or may not have had many pleasant encounters over the years with people who have a variety of piercings Mm -hmm. that doesn't we don't lump everybody together but i will say that this what you're about to hear does meet the appearance of the person Mm -hmm. go ahead just some food for thought but if you ask me my pronouns and i say i use any pronouns and you only use she her you're a loser is it really that hard to call me a he now and then i'm not saying it has to be a regular thing but a nice crisp little he him they them moment every month wouldn't hurt you i am gender fluid it doesn't matter if i wear makeup it doesn't matter if i decide i want to look cis today it doesn't matter i'm still gender fluid i'm not a woman every single day and quite frankly most of the time i'm a mix of the two i'm the mother man my slang just like my titties do wow good job kevin You earned your paycheck on that one. Wow. <laughs> so do you understand now? Um, she wants to be called she, he, they, them. And I guess you got to guess. It depends. Some it, days she's not a woman all day long. Right, correct. I, I just want to be clear on something. I'm yes. a woman all day long, okay. 100% of the time, yeah. 24-7, 365. Uh-huh. Kevin, you speak the language of these young people. Do you have any idea what in the hell that woman was talking about? I guess I would be confused on like when yes, to call her. Thank like you. when is she feeling like a man or yeah, what she exactly. Prefers? How like, would we know? She was not he, she, they, they them was not clear mm-hmm. how I'm supposed to know when they're. I, d- yeah, it would be she, kind of exhausting to play the guessing game, right? Can you imagine if that was your, I guess, girlfriend, maybe a boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Uh, on a consistent basis. Partner love interest. Like, do you wake up in the morning and say, what would you like to be called today? How are you feeling today? Right, exactly. You're feeling, and I, hey, I understand that there are times that you can feel more masculine or more feminine Mm -hmm. versus other times, but yeah. Um, Okay. I have a question for both of you, and this was not what we agreed to discuss, but it just dawned on me that I have to do this today, and I need some advice on this if if I've committed a party foul here. Uh, so I have a friend mm-hmm. um, who said, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. I'd like to get together you know, for a beverage this nice. afternoon. I said, sure, yeah, that'll be fine. Nice. He said, I have a buddy who's a big fan of yours. Mm-hmm. He's a local government official. He would like to meet you as well. I said, great, fine. Bring him. It'll be fine. It's not Nick Fuentes. So Record just, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, in a public place. Yeah. And I said, that's fine. He said, okay, I'll send a calendar invite. 
now I don't my calendar's all in all in my mm-hmm. head, so mm-hmm. uh, usually that works out just fine. But he sent a calendar invite. I of course did not look at the calendar invite, and then this morning I had looked at the calendar invite to confirm the time. Yeah, and the time was correct. Did you forget to hit accept or no? Decline? I think I, I think I accepted. I okay. think everybody was on board. Okay, but then I realized he had etched out like three hours in this meet and greet and I just texted him because he had texted me this morning he said hey are we still on for it and I said yes but I said I absolutely am not giving you three hours of my time I said you have one hour <laughs> did I commit a foul because I technically accepted the invite without mm-hmm. looking at the invite in which he had blocked off three hours but then I told him I'm not giving you three hours because that's ridiculous we can accomplish everything we need to accomplish in one hour no I think that's good you're up uh, up front about it and you're setting expectations okay I just want yeah. to make sure just let the, him know yeah hey. I thought maybe maybe just did that accidentally like I'm just holding three hours as a placeholder but I thought that, we, could, that could have been it. Maybe yeah. it was just drive time but for him. I, but I wanted to be very clear. He's clearing his we schedule, are not, not we yours. Are, we are not hanging out for three hours. You have one hour. I have many things to accomplish this evening. But I think you need to be open to it, though, Rob, because if you do have the time and you're having uh, a nice conversation yeah. and a sparkling conversation, maybe maybe it will go three hours. I don't think there's any person I'd want to hang out with for three hours. Except for me. Well, Kevin. yeah. I've, I've hung out with you for three <laughs> oh, hours Oh, wait a before. minute. You're getting paid to do that. <laughs> yeah, what about an extended uh, minute? Mentorship. No, Kevin, uh, we session. that's why it lasts an hour. Everything we need to get accomplished, we can get accomplished in one hour. Now, if you went somewhere like when you came over to my house, we were watching a ball game together. Right, we were watching football. So we did not have to converse the entire time. We had the ball game as the sort of the middleman in terms of the entertainment. Right. So I did not have to like have a conversation with you. I'm also gonna have to have a conversation with the stranger, which I'm pretty good at those. That's mm-hmm. fine. But it was just like I'm not I'm not committing three hours. I also to left that. at halftime, so I wasn't like there to the bit. No, and you, but you could have stayed because the ball game was serving as the buffer for us. Right, right. And and I did leave at halftime, and that's when they started losing. Yeah, you cost Notre Dame the game, and as we've clearly seen throughout the rest of the season, they were a phenomenally talented squad, and it was your jinxing them by leaving at halftime. <laughs> yeah, it was me. It was all my fault. It has nothing to do with a rebuilding year. No, it's fine. Or any of that. Okay, well, I just, like I said, I didn't want to, I just wanted to get some life advice if I'd committed a foul here, but uh, all parties seemed agreeable that that was fine. Okay, so people really have a question for you, Rob, because yes. you are off on Monday. You yeah. are taking day one of your 1,000 yeah. vacation days that mm-hmm. you saved until the very end of the year. Thanks for doing that. Yeah. So you can line them all up in a row. Yes. Do you have plans on Monday? Are you going to do anything? You've got a long weekend now. We know you don't like to leave the country. Yeah. Will you leave the county? Oh, I know exactly what I'm going to be doing. What are you going to do? I'm going to be in the YouTube chat <laughs> commenting on all the <laughs> mistakes you guys are making <laughs> under I, an assumed name. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. And you know what's going to happen? Block. 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 Well, I hope you enjoy your day off. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And good job, Kevin. Thank you. And thank you for listening. We're going to count on you to be back here Monday with Kendall and Casey and mostly Casey on 93 WIBC.